This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Monday morning, everyone. It is June 17th, and I'm Jesper Ganty with your Storm Tracker forecast. Oh, what a weekend. At least we had a beautiful Saturday to grill with Dad, but I know Father's Day Sunday was pretty much a letdown with a washout. Now, today, anything compared to yesterday would be an improvement, right? We actually can enjoy a marvelous Monday. After some early fog, watch that it is patchy for that morning commute. We turn partly to mostly sunny for a good portion of the late morning, early afternoon. A good-looking day, warmer as well, a high of 80. And as those winds are light today and tonight, we actually get to enjoy a break from those gusty winds we had at times this weekend. Now, by Tuesday, scattered showers are back in play. In fact, there could be some rain overnight, really more so early tomorrow morning. That becomes scattered through the late morning, early afternoon of Tuesday, and it's a little cooler back in the mid-70s. By Wednesday, there's a brighter day and drier day on tap. You just can't rule out some stray showers or thunderstorms for Wednesday afternoon into Wednesday night, a high of 78. Looking ahead, it's looking wetter and wetter for Thursday. If I have to call for a day that's not the pick day, aka a washout day, that would be Thursday. Looking showers likely, a high of only 76. Summer officially arrives on Friday, but irony at its finest, it's the coolest day of the week with a high of only 75. But at least for the first day of summer, we could call for some early showers before drying out, brightening up to celebrate in the afternoon. And this weekend, looking drier and drier, lots of sun, 70s, Maybe a stray shower by Sunday night. We'll keep an eye on it. That's your updated Storm Tracker forecast. Here's today's top headlines. In the news today, former St. Clair's employees will head to the state capitol as they fight to receive their full pensions. They're hoping to get the attention of Governor Cuomo. Pensioners plan to fill the hallways outside the governor's office. Just last week, hundreds of pensioners signing an open letter to the governor, state lawmakers, and the Albany Diocese. The pensioners had the letter published in the Daily Gazette, citing their frustrations. Today's rally set for noon. This morning, police in Mechanicville searching for a home invader who was allegedly caught sleeping in the spare bedroom of an elderly woman. Police say they responded to her Saratoga Avenue home around 9.30 Saturday night. The homeowner telling officers that when she woke up, he ran out of the house, got on a bicycle, and took off. A search of the area with a canine was unsuccessful. Nothing was stolen from the house and no injuries were reported. The investigation is ongoing. Also in the news this morning, summer camp, the newest front in the battle to contain the worst U.S. measles outbreak in nearly three decades. Vaccinations being mandated this summer for campers and staff in several counties north of New York City that annually fill up with kids from the Orthodox Jewish communities that have been hit hardest by the measles. The state eliminated the religious exemption Thursday the vaccine requirements for school children. The Montgomery County Sheriff's Office has now confirmed that one person has died in a serious crash at Mountain Madness over the weekend. First responders say they responded to several emergency calls at the annual off-roading event on Lape Road in Esperance Saturday night. Investigators are still looking into the cause of the crash and specifics have not yet been released. Stay with News 10 as we work to learn more. A task force charged with revitalizing New York's Erie Canal will hold its first meeting later this month. That group will be seeking input from canal communities across the state as it seeks to new uses for the 195-year-old waterway, specifically the canal's role in economic development, recreation, tourism, and how it can be used to expand irrigation for farms in western New York. And continuing coverage on the shooting of Red Sox legend David Ortiz, Big Poppy, a tense suspect is in custody for his shooting. Authorities have not yet released an official name, that man's scheduled to appear in court today. Investigators in the Dominican Republic say they're getting closer to arresting an 11th suspect even, who is believed to be the person who organized and ordered the shooting. We'll be keeping an eye on that for you. 
right, closing arguments just hours away for the next CM trial and its leader, Keith Ranieri, coming six weeks after testimony began. News ABC's Peter Alopoulos joins us this morning, live from Nexium headquarters with the latest on that trial. Peter, good morning. Good morning, Ryan and Christina. Yeah, both the prosecution and the defense rested their cases last Friday, this past Friday. The defense not calling any witnesses to the stand. Prosecutors, although, calling to the stand more than a dozen witnesses to testify about their experiences. Several women telling their stories of being starved, locked in rooms, manipulated, and subjected to sexual advances. This, they say, all at the hands of Keith Ranieri. They testified how they were recruited as sex slaves for his inner circle and had to obey their master and were branded with Ranieri's initials. Ranieri, founder of the Latham-based self-help company, is facing sex trafficking and racketeering charges. Others charged in the case, including actress Allison Mack, all pleading guilty to similar charges, but, but Ranier maintaining his innocence. Again, this expected to begin today. Uh, we will continue to follow this story. Our news sends Ella Farone has been on top of this from the beginning. She will be down in New York City when we'll, we'll, we will continue to follow it throughout the week. We're now reporting live in Latham. I'm Peter Leopolis, News 10, ABC. Thank you, Peter. And happening today, the Palace Theater will announce details surrounding their free summer movie series for families. Summer in the City serves thousands of families from surrounding neighborhoods each year. Details will be announced at 11 o'clock this morning. And a Babe Ruth jersey is sold for more than $5.5 million at auction. Wow. The 1928 to 1930 era jersey, the most expensive piece of sports memorabilia this auction house in particular has ever sold. The previous record is also a Babe Ruth jersey that sold for $4.4 million. The Sultan of Swat's career ran for 22 seasons, 714 home runs, four World Series titles. Known for playing with the Yankees, but also spent some time with the Red Sox and the Boston Braves. Incredible. To this morning's Giving on 10 now, and we'd like to highlight the Girl Scouts of Troop 2268. The troop, which includes 13 students from Pinewood Intermediate in the Mahonison Central School District, deciding to donate the $1,500 raised from recent cookie sales to the Draper Closet. The Draper Closet is a branch of Mahan Cares at the Middle School, which provides food, clothing, and toiletries to students free of charge. And tonight, the Girl Scouts will present a check to school officials. What a great way to give back. If you know of someone giving back to their community, helping someone in need, all you need to do is send us a story and a picture to news at news10.com through our email, or you can put it on our social media pages. Use that hashtag givingon10, and we'll be happy to share that good news on air and online. This morning, O.J. Simpson making his digital debut. Hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. The Football Hall of Famer is now on Twitter, giving followers a hint of what they can expect. You know, for years, people have been able to say whatever they want to say about me with no accountability. But now I get to challenge a lot of that BS and set the record straight. And then this cryptic message. This should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. We really don't know where he's going. He may just be driving endlessly if he is uh, threatening to kill himself. Today marks 25 years since the infamous white Bronco chase before Simpson was charged in the murders of ex-wife Nicole Brown Simpson and her friend Ron Goldman. He was tried in what became known as the trial of the century and found not guilty. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Simpson was convicted on unrelated robbery and kidnapping charges in Las Vegas and spent nine years behind bars. 
Now a free man, he says he'll be tweeting about everything from sports to politics. His lawyer tells ABC News, Mr. Simpson is the most positive person I've ever met. He's also very well informed on current events. He will not be negative, nor will he comment on the L.A. thing. As for who he's following online, so far only eight accounts, most of them sports related. Simpson was found responsible for the wrongful deaths of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman in a civil suit, but he appears to be trying to put the past behind him, telling the Associated Press, quote, the subject of the moment is the subject I will never revisit. Kenneth Moten, ABC News, New York. starting the day with the wake up rundown if so do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in itunes or the apple podcast app it helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed for more of the stories in today's podcast head to news10.com or wake up with 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4 30.